Welcome to Money Your Way. My name is Jess and I'll be your host. This podcast is all about empowering women just like you to feel confident when making choices in the world of personal finance. It can feel super confusing and overwhelming when there's unfamiliar lingo and tons of options. So I'll do my best to keep this fun and simple as we learn together. What do you say? Let's jump right in. So today's episode is actually part two of my interview with Dr. Anna. So if you didn't see that in the title of this episode and you haven't listened to part one yet, press pause right now, go back to episode 23, hear all about her story and some of the tips that she shares, and then jump into this episode where you'll hear the remainder of the interview. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. I'm going to pivot to one of the other points that you made earlier when we were talking about money mindset, and that was around your worth connected to the money that you make. And I feel like we could probably talk about this until the end of the episode, um, which I'm totally okay with. What are some of the things that maybe women need to ask themselves around this topic? Because things that just come to mind that kind of would fall into it are making more than a significant other, asking for a raise or even negotiating for like jobs when you're when you're searching um like you said how how does it change when you go from making a certain income and then whether it's because of the job or life circumstances your income changes like all of that at Mm -hmm. once I'm like okay just talk to me I I love the way that your brain thinks and how you communicate it (laughs) um yeah so I mean you know in all honesty self-worth money I mean it is a really complex um topic and whenever I've tried to teach on it you know it just it is very very complex and it's very unique to each individual um I think what's really difficult is we're kind of brought up in this society where we're simultaneously told that we should aim to earn lots of money and be successful and like be a millionaire whilst also being told like wanting more money is bad and that rich people are assholes and so we're kind of like from the start like just put in this like situation where we're told one thing we're also told another and it's very very confusing so we want to make more money but then that's also bad and then we feel guilty but then you know we want to live to our potential but then what if we turn into someone horrible um, and then if you're, you know, a high achiever, for example, yeah, like a sense of worth to how much money you make, because that is probably the biggest status symbol, right? So we as humans automatically, we have um, these kind of thought traps where our brain will make decisions based on like the least effort possible and it will use like mental models that are just quick and easy and one of those is rich people better basically Mm. so the the more when you come across someone who earns more money or sometimes people's mental model is rich people asshole so but generally you know people that have a lot of money are seen as better and it's seen as a status symbol mm-hmm. so when we go through life and things happen like for example you lose your income you know or you lose your job I mean these can it, it's so intricately tied you know this is going to sound really morbid I'm like a really big true crime fan but I mean there's, <laughs> there's literally instances you know where like especially men 
because men are very conditioned to be the wallet and women are the spent we're the spenders and the men make the money and we spend it um and they you know it, it they commit murder of their family because they are like I can't support my family anymore I know that's like a really extreme morbid example but it just shows how intricately tied money is with like our sense of self and who we think we are um and it's you know it's intricately tied to our sense of security as well which can be a really big issue but um I mean for me it's just been kind of I guess picking that apart of like where did I learn that you know I'm only worthy if I'm earning a lot of money and I think for me particularly it was trying to I kind of swung from one extreme to the other for example you know I I kind of went from there to like maybe I don't want to earn money like I just had this complete crisis of like maybe I've been like doing it wrong this whole time maybe <laughs> money you know like maybe I should go live in a hut and sell coconuts on a beach and just live really simply like maybe I'm chasing the wrong things and so I think it just really is that like introspection of asking yourself like oh, what is my relationship with money like how does it make me feel where is there maybe some like toxicity that I need to address where can I have a more healthy attitude toward it and you know I think asking asking people to completely untie their sense of well-being from money is a really difficult thing to ask um I just don't think it's as simple as that because you know do I feel better when I have a great month in business versus when I used to like worry about paying my rent like yeah of it like obviously I feel way better Mm -hmm. now but saying that I I was very aware that you know if my business wasn't doing well or had a bad month it would completely affect who I was being and there was like it I wasn't in a situation where I would be like left on the street like I was being completely dramatic about what it meant and I could tell that you know, I have savings and I have like, you know, a safety net. So, or I could just go get a job or whatever, but I was blowing it out of proportion by, you know, really just feeling depressed and like, like it was affecting my mental health basically and my ability to just like live a normal life because I was constantly preoccupied with money. So that's not healthy, but then also, you know, wanting more money and, you know, wanting to be a millionaire or be rich or like whatever that means to you. I think you need to ask yourself why you need to like be clear on like what's driving you, because if you're just going to pursue it for the like sake of success, that's not very healthy. And, you know, for me, like I've, I've been in business eight years. Would I be further ahead financially if I just stayed in in one job and built a career like probably and that's been like a really interesting journey to go on because I got into business to be more financially better off than if I just got in a job that's what I used to think and I used to look around at my friends that are in corporate and you know they've got a house they've got a mortgage you know they've got the nice car they you know whatever but then it's like is that 
success to me or is success the fact that I can get up every morning when I want and go to the beach all day and literally travel when I want and I have like complete freedom and I have done for many years is and I have savings and they don't have savings they're literally just like money comes in paycheck goes out on the mortgage in the car they can't take trips when they want you know it's like you've just got to think about your own version of success and what that looks like so that was like a lot I know but I think that there is such a complex like discussion but those are just like a few the the things that come to mind for me no totally so it reminded me when you were talking about like rich people are fill in the blank of one of the financial podcasts I was listening to and they had a guest on there that talked about some like fill in the blank. So it was basically a phrase, fill in the blank with the first thing that comes to mind. And that was a way of helping to identify those subconscious money beliefs. And I think just because of my exposure to that and listening to you, I was filling in the blank for myself as you were talking. And as soon as you said rich people, I thought happy I don't know why, but that was like the first thing. It was my gut reaction. And people have always talked about like money doesn't buy happiness. To me, like money buys a lot of choices (laughs) and those choices might lead you to happiness. So I kind of wanted to do with you a couple rapid fire fill in the blanks that I remember from that podcast, if you're okay with it and see what your answers are. And then dive into if you think that they would have been different, like, years ago before you've gone through all of the the work that you have for yourself. Are you down for that? Yeah, let's try. I think there's only, like, four that I remember. So, saving money is? Is good. Debt is? Bad was actually the first word that came into my mind, although I don't consciously believe that, but I'm just trying to play the game for <laughs> Yeah, it's just the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. My parents taught me that money is abundant. Rich people are great. You said great? <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Those are just the ones I could remember. And I wish I could, like, if I figure it out, I'll link whatever. Um, podcast and show that was I'm sure I can't find it though because I've listened to so many (laughs) different ones since then but I just remember going through it myself and I'm like holy cow the first things that come to mind aren't even truly what I believe and that actually happened to you in that same experience so um, I don't know if you wanted to just talk about that for a second (laughs) yeah I I mean I it's a great exercise like I've used it before um it's it's pretty confronting as well like I you've actually made me think I want it my friends um she does NLP so I might get her to do it on me because it's actually you know with our subconscious you know it's subconscious as in you're not consciously aware of it and so if you do have blocks then sometimes consciously you think I don't understand why on earth I would have this issue or why this is happening um but then when you dig deep you can think oh like there you know there's some kind of it's usually always something to do with safety um but then if you can so for example debt is bad like I'm going to assume that I have that because that's literally what's hammered into us all of the time um 
and it does depend on what kind of debt we're talking about um it's obviously a lot more complex than being bad or good so you can understand that okay I have that subconscious belief but actually it's not my belief like I don't actually want to take responsibility for it it comes from society or it's someone else's belief Mm -hmm. I think like it was interesting what you were saying about money not buying happiness because I think that what's really interesting that I've observed is when it comes to money people that make a lot of money seem to and this is what we kind of we only see like certain narratives in the news right we're either going to see like extreme poverty or we're going to see um the person that was rich and lost it all overnight um or we're going to see rich people being bad um or this other narrative that's quite strong is someone makes a lot of money and then they suddenly have this epiphany that money doesn't matter you know, I was listening to a podcast by a guy who literally makes, you know, $500 million a year. Like he's, he makes a lot of money and he just sold everything he owned. He's like, I just sold all my cars, I sold all my houses. Like you hear these stories of people just like, you know, even like Robin Williams, for example, like people that make a lot of money and then they have like you know, they take their own lives or they've got severe mental health problems, but they're not happy. That just feeds into that toxic narrative around having a lot of money where, you know, if you are just chasing money for money's sake and you're not nurturing other areas of your life, like your relationships, and you don't have any type of perspective, like you're working on your business 24 seven and you're not seeing your friends and your family, or you're not, you haven't got a hobby or you're not like looking after your body and working out, then yeah, that'll happen. But then it makes, I just think it's like one of those things that it's just so incomplete and it makes people again think, oh, well, I won't go after more money because it won't make me happy. When in fact, like it probably would and it would massively (laughs) enhance their quality of life. And also we need more money in the hands of good people at the end of the day. So when you've got like these uber rich guys, like, oh, you know, it doesn't make you happy, don't bother well sure like it probably doesn't make you happy after a certain amount I mean you know if you're making you know a hundred thousand dollars a month for example I mean I you know that I would be very very happy with that like I can't see myself ever really like needing any more than that or desiring any more than that if you want more than that that's great but I just think you've got to make your own you've got to zoom out and realize that it's not black and white. It's not no money is good and you're, you're humble. And there's, yeah, I think some people, they hold on to this idea that they're a better person because they're not preoccupied with money. And that's definitely something that I struggled with, especially in like one of my last relationships, because, you know, he basically made me feel like I was a bad person because I had a, focus on my money and he didn't and I think like you know that he was just kind of forcing that narrative that we see it in movies all the time and things like that you know broke is good humble you're a good person um if you've got money you're a bad person or you're you know there's something wrong if you've got your mind on your money and if you don't then you're more honorable you know there's more important things in life well actually 
you know, it's pretty important. And, you know, if you want like a good quality of life and you want to make sure that you're like taken care of in the future and stuff. So, yeah, yeah I, I think, that. I mean, for me, <laughs> I, I would say more money would make me happier um, or, or could could lead to like more fulfillment and joy in my life. I'd rather kind of use those words. And I, I don't haven't really thought about like what that number would look like. Cause I just off the cuff agree with you that there'd be a point where it just kind of is like, I don't even know what to do with all this money. But, you know, one of the things I was talking about with my husband the other day was having such a secure financial position that we could just rent a big house on the beach and tell all of our family just show up everything's taken care of and if anyone said I can't afford the flight I would say no problem we've got it booked what days do you want to come like that kind of security and that kind of um, experience through spending money would make my heart so happy so like that's what I think of and is that still selfish in a way? Some people might think so. Um, yeah, it's not going to like a charity and saving uh, the lives of kids in Africa. But I think some of it also kind of comes down to like, I, I don't think it's wrong <laughs> to, to want to do that for yourself. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And, you know, like a lot of my clients, they are driven by the same thing. I'm driven by the same thing. Like one of my my goal board is like a villa in Italy and just paying for all my family to come out. Um, but I think that, you know, if you, you know, there's so much money in the world. It really is about changing the way that you see it. And, you know, people are making millions and millions and millions of dollars a day, a week, a month, and they are then in control of how they spend that money. And often it's not on great things. Um, whereas if you are, if you kind of find yourself in a place where you want more money, but you're feeling guilty and you're holding yourself back, that's really something to dive into because not only could you, you know, the stages like you can change your life and then your family's life, and then you can give back. Um, and then just think how that's the only way the world is ever actually going to change is redistribution of wealth and, you know, that will only happen if more people who've like who've got good hearts and good souls and like good intentions address their hang-ups around money and what it means. That is literally the only way that things are gonna change. Otherwise it's gonna remain in the hands of white guys, basically, you know, and yeah. look what's happened. And, <laughs> and, and that, got that is such a good point because that's one thing that I know has been like a recent development of my own mindset was recognizing that like I can have both. I can have the money that gets used for those all expenses paid family vacations and memories and money that goes towards um, like notable causes and helping others. Like it's not necessarily having a lot of money and only choosing one path or the other. And for me kind of coming to terms with that and putting it in a perspective where like you can have both and that you can still feel good about being a good person with a lot of money. And this is all hypothetical. This is, these are goals and dreams um, for me, but 
that sat really well when I came to terms and, and had that type of uh, like growth. Yeah, for sure. Like I think it, it's so true. It's just that constant questioning of what you've been told. And, you know, I was exactly the same, you know, am I, am I like a bad person for wanting this? Like, is there something wrong with me? Like, but then I know who I am and I know I'm a good person and I know that I'll do good things with money. But I think as women, especially, we constantly justify our desire for more money through saying, I want to help people. Like that, and it's seen as like selfish or you're like, you know, greedy if you say, yeah, I want to fly first class everywhere. And so I think we need to address that and, you know, allow ourselves to say, I want more money because I want to drive a Porsche and fly first class um, and also give, you know, give back. And that's okay. It's not like you have to be this kind of martyr who's just like going to give everything away. So I think that's really important as well. I think this is a great place to kind of wrap up because I think how can it even get better? (laughs) But for real, this has been a huge joy. And I obviously want to close up with one question and then give you an opportunity to, to share a little bit about where our guests can find more about you and, and what you um, have maybe as different offerings and support for people. So the question is what permission slip do you want to give the listeners? It can be to do something, to not do something, and completely unrelated from this topic if you want. Just the first thing that comes to mind. I love the answers that come from this question. I think based off what we've just talked about, it would really be permission to like make more money and want more money and and not feel like you have to justify it to anyone apart from the fact that you have a genuine inner desire that you want more for yourself and then that's okay that's beautiful so Anna where can people find you I'll link everything that you say thank you um so best place to follow me is Instagram so my handle is at she's underscore so money and um my program is called money maven the it's actually shut at the moment for enrollment but there is a wait list um if you're interested in working with me then just you know pop me a message on instagram um and i do have a great email list as well um i send out like free money and investing education every week um but yeah just come and say hi on instagram um come and connect and i'd love you know if you found me through this podcast and yeah, just pop me a message and say hi. Yes, I hope they do. Well, thank you again so much. This was a joy. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Money Your Way. If you loved this episode or you learned something new, it would mean the world to me if you just took a few seconds and shared it with a friend. I cannot wait to keep learning and growing in this journey together.